Hello, 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 and welcome back to a weekend edition of the Lockdown Blues podcast, part of the Lockdown Live Network, and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And uh, today we got a fun one, a little light episode. Took a, took a day off yesterday, uh, busy schedules, slow news day. So we figured we'd get you guys a better, a nice weekend episode, and that's what we're doing right now. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the various NHL news, just little things here and there. Uh, talk about the uh, potential start date being set in stone per one report. Uh, one of the hub cities potentially being set as well. A couple reports we've seen about that. And then lastly, some of the positive COVID tests and what that might mean out of the playoff implications. But first and foremost, I got to let everybody know that today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right, Tommy, I guess first things first, um, let's talk about some of the smaller things, uh, such as the uh, potential start date, July 30th. A couple reports came out. I think Sportsnet was had a report on it that uh, they're looking for a two to three week training camp. Uh, Sports Illustrated, I have the article right here. NHL playoffs start on July 30th. So a two to, week, two to three week training camp, one exhibition game, and then the, the playoffs start. It's getting real. Um, it is getting real. But I, I don't know. I feel like it's weird timing, especially with uh, with the news coming out about one of the league's biggest stars getting COVID and the numbers kind of rising. And I feel like a lot of people at this point are kind of in the camp of like just kind of cancel the season. So it's it's strange. It's going to be difficult to see what they do, especially with – I think they said they're up to 11 cases now out of 200, which is kind of a high percentage. So and it's probably just going to keep going up when they test more. That's what I'm saying. So it's um, going to be interesting to see for sure how, how everything pans out. But I think everybody wants hockey back. So having, having a set date, July 30th, I guess we can't sleep in July now, but yep. <laughs> but, uh, but I think having that set date gives everybody hope and, uh, well, we can I sleep. Fear, in, we I can guess. sleep in July as sort of like the slumber before the storm, you know. Yeah, wake up at the yeah. very end of the month and and take the league by storm. Fair enough. Um, and yeah, according to the article, the training camps are set to start July 10th in each team's uh, home facility, and then I believe that they would move to their hub location. Um, July 24th ish. Get ready for a week. Uh, play an exhibition game and then get get the playoffs rolling. Um, but yeah, I think that's all speculation. You know, best case scenario. The NBA was also uh, projecting the same date, but they, they got a bunch of weird stuff going on too. Like the players are trying to lobby to make their own. <laughs> well, that was supposedly fake news, but oh. it's Kyrie, so who knows? <laughs> um, no, but players are supposedly lobbying to be able to sign contract extensions before the season resumes just because guys that are eligible for max deals, if, God forbid, they get hurt, they don't want to you know, lose lots and lots of money. Makes sense. Because they've been sitting around for a few months, so the injury risk is probably higher. Who knows? What's your ideal? Uh, what's your ideal hub location, Josh? If you had to pick one, like where I would want to be, yeah, like me personally, yeah, 
Or like you personally, and then you can also do like, where do you think the NHL should Ooh. host their hub city? Okay. It doesn't have to be from one of the ones listed either. Obviously, St. Louis would be yeah, an easy, be pretty cool, an easy location for me. But um, I like Vegas. I like the Vegas idea. I, Vegas I just feel like that would get area. so messy. Yeah, like especially like, I mean, Vegas already has like the kind of home ice advantage. Where, like, anytime players go to Vegas, you know, they're going to be out late, like, the games before, especially, like, I don't know. It takes a lot of discipline to play away games in Vegas, you know? Yeah, I get that. Um, I mean, I don't think those things would be open, though. And, like, all the strict rules. Like, I know all the NBA rules are coming out. Like, they're having a snitch hotline. Um, So all the NBA players are, like, quarantining at Disney World. And there's like a phone number you can call if you catch another player, uh, I guess, <laughs> misbehaving, Jesus. not following social distancing guidelines. <laughs> like, there's all the memes about like um, LeBron calling up, uh, calling up uh, the hotline and saying, "Oh yeah, uh, I, I see, I see Kawhi Leonard. He's uh, he's uh, <laughs> play. He's he's uh, not social distancing. I don't know because there's like ping pong tables. I remember there's ping pong tables, and like it's specifically stated in the rules that you can't play doubles in ping pong because mm-hmm. you wouldn't be six feet apart. So like I could totally see someone calling up the the snitch hotline and being like, "Oh yeah, I can see it. Uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are playing doubles ping pong right now. <laughs> Suspend them." I don't know. Um, should be interesting to see how everything goes. I think we're still going to be a little tentative just because we're not out of the woods yet, uh, as we saw with with the positive cases. Um, I don't know. What would be what would be your ideal location? Honestly, I think at this point, as much as uh, I don't know, I don't think I'd hate to say it really, but I think the the like a city that makes the most sense would be somewhere in Canada, just because I feel like they're doing a lot better job of controlling the cases than America is or I guess maybe taking it seriously I'm not sure but I feel like there's a lot of people like even just going around like in public now like there's a lot of people not wearing masks and a lot of people think that like COVID is fake so like I don't know I feel like Canada would make the most sense and just kind of get away from America until they kind of figure things out yeah like Toronto even though Toronto's so I don't know there's a lot of people in Toronto yeah, I know they're definitely talking about having one of the one of the hub cities in Canada, like for sure, guaranteed. Um, but I, yeah, I think that's uh, you're, you hit the nail on the head there. Like, I've been back to work these past few days, at, like a busy grocery store, and like, yeah, most people are wearing masks. But like, other than that, you would just think it's like business as usual. It's so crazy. Like, I, I'd been staying inside for three months, not doing anything, and then seems like it seems like things just are, are back to normal. Mm. Out in the real world, um, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping uh, sports get back. I think these next few weeks are going to be very telling. Seeing I think baseball has a chance, but no, baseball. I mean, but that's like, that, that's even like separate from the from the uh, the health crisis. That's just the owners being idiots. Yeah. But Manfred came out and said he might mandate the season. Which can he do that? I guess so. Is that allowed? <laughs> Is that is this allowed? <laughs> is, is this is this allowed? Can he can he just? I, I mean, I don't even know, dude. It's so weird. Um, yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. 
Um, it, it's it's something that uh, is going to play out day by day. Uh, we know, especially lately with the whole crisis thing, one day can just have gigantic implications, long-term implications. So who knows what day it'll be, if that day exists. But I think pretty soon we'll get a good idea of how things are going to play out, whether whether the season, whether sports do come back, how they come back, when they come back. But I think we're getting close, especially we're getting into late June, early July. So the time is running out for these leagues to figure things out. So I think we'll we'll know sooner rather than later. Do you remember? Do you remember that list that came out? Uh, that was like all the like stipulations, I guess, that the players would have to go through. I think that was just a doctor's suggestion. Wasn't that just like a doctor's suggested list? Yeah. Like, I wonder how many face masks, actually, like, spitting. Yeah, full fishbowl or something. Like, because I, I know, know. Keep, for the NFL, they keep like coming out with those like renderings of those like special COVID helmets that like nobody's actually going to wear. Like, there's no possible way. Yeah. Like a full face, because it would like fog up. You'd like suffocate and die. I feel like in a football helmet, bro. Yeah, that'd be brutal. So it'd be. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see like what they actually do and what they decide not to do. The NBA's rules so far are like from what I've seen is refs don't have to wear masks. Coaches are encouraged to wear masks. Um, There's gonna be like one roll, one row on the bench of like players um that are in game they don't have to wear masks and then it's like the coaches are a little bit are there too and then like the second row is like non-essential staff and like bench players so mm-hmm. they all have to wear masks so not too not too crazy strict from the nba yeah but again that could totally change we don't really know um but hey if you're if you're trying to watch any of these playoff games um when things open back up, maybe drive somewhere to hang out with your friends. You're gonna need a car to get there, and in times like this, you probably had some had some trouble uh, uh, repairing it, getting parts. But uh, if you're if you're in need of car repairs, go check out RockAuto.com. Uh, with the ever increasing number of makes and models of cars, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seamlessly, seemingly intimidating questioning um, and wait while the counterman orders the parts to his computer, choosing the only brand that his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket so you can skip the unnecessary steps. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts uh, to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered right to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and have the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so people will know, so they know we sent you. They have amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts you will ever need, rockauto.com. And we will be right back with the second half of this episode. All right, all right, we're back. We're back. Um, yeah, so Hub City. I know there's a report that came out um, that Vegas was confirmed as a Hub City, which is interesting. That means that's where St. Louis would play, probably, because it's on the on the west. 
So the East East uh, location would be a, probably an Eastern Canada team, Toronto or Montreal or something. But it's it's looking good. I mean, where where do you where where would you see a good landing spot for these NHL teams? I know we were talking about what we would prefer, but what do you think is likely? Uh, I don't know, honestly. Uh, like I said, like I feel like Canada would be probably like the best option, but in terms of like America. Uh, I think it might make a lot of sense for Chicago, as much as I hate to say it, um, yep. just because it's so central that it wouldn't be like, I don't know. I feel like it'd be the same distance for everybody, essentially. Maybe not for everyone, but for a lot of people, it'd be the same distance in terms of travel. Um, and for the Blues, too, I think it would be beneficial for them just because it's so close to home. So in the fact that they are like missing their families that are in St. Louis or wherever they're at, um, they wouldn't be drastically far away. So that would be good. And also winning the Stanley cup and the Blackhawks arena would be pretty sick. So that would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. As long as they don't play Chelsea dagger. Um, yeah. Oh my totally God. Cool oh, that. Nightmare. Um, real quick. I did just find the, the NHL statement on their phase two testing. And I think I should, we should read, read that and break that down a little bit. The statement is since NHL clubs were permitted to open their training facilities on June 8th, all players entering these facilities for voluntary training have been subject to mandatory testing for COVID-19. Um, then goes on to explain 11 of these 200 players have tested positive. They've all, all those players have self isolated and are following the, uh, various protocols. And then the, the closing part, which I think is the most important, the NHL will provide a weekly update on the number of tests administered to players and the results of those tests. The league will not be providing information on the identity of the players or their clubs. So basically it looks like they're monitoring this pretty closely week to week basis. So I think we just got to be patient. I think that's what it comes down to. I think they'll, uh, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, and then the biggest one there at the bottom um, the identities of these players will be kept private, but then Austin Matthews. Yeah, is, I was going to say. Uh, speaking of uh, being being patient, <laughs> Steve Simmons was anything but. <laughs> yeah. So the the columnist for the Toronto Sun. Uh, so essentially, what happened was, I believe he heard from Austin Matthews' agent that, or somehow he he learned that Austin. See, Matthews I have the article to- pulled up. Let's see if he mentions it. Yeah, he he learned that he had that Austin Matthews had COVID, but his agent didn't confirm it and told him or didn't like say, hey, you can release this to the press. But he did it anyway, which is just trash reporting at its finest. Um, So everybody's kind of on his back and shitting on him now on Twitter. So that's kind of fun to see. Let's see. Two National League sources outside Toronto have confirmed the Toronto Sun. So, I mean, sources seem a little wonky. But, yeah, um, there's this thing called HIPAA, which is like a, a, a law that says you, you, you can't be – your medical information can't be made public. Um, and it's been violated all throughout this whole whole debacle. Um, I know after Ezekiel Elliott got – uh, outed for not outed. That's a bad term, but like his agent confirmed. Yeah. 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 And he just tweeted out HIPAA question mark, question mark. Like what the heck's going on? Um, and I definitely agree. It's gotta be frustrating. Like I know back at the beginning of all this, when Ruby Gobert, um, had his whole fiasco, he was probably miserable. Not only was he sick, um, very, very early on in this whole thing, but he had like the wrath of the entire world coming down on him because everyone was blaming him for getting sports canceled. Yeah. I think, and I just think it goes back to the whole, 
discussion we've had many times of like, we have, we tend to forget that these guys are humans. Um, and at the end of the day, as much as we want sports to come back, we want to be entertained. We got to remember that like the circumstances around it and the fact that these are a bunch of, you know, people that are going to be drastically altering their lives. Um, and, and if it's not safe then there's really no reason to do it. Um, I don't know. I think again, it, I've said it multiple times this episode and I've been saying it this entire time. We just got to be patient, see how it plays out. Can't really get too attached to any ideas because things change so rapidly. I don't know. Yeah. That's Um, strange. And it's, 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 it's strange too, that like something like that, like Steve Simmons, if he's in that locker room again, like you think Austin Matthews, who's like face of the franchise, essentially in Toronto, like you think he's going to answer your questions and give you the answers that you actually want? Probably not. So like that, I mean, that sucks for his career, but that's what happens when you, you break yeah. the code. So. And that was already like one of the biggest knocks on playing in Toronto was the media pressure yeah. and just, you know, those young guys, like we, all that stuff with Babcock that came out, but how we treated the young players, I'm sure they're a little, a little sick of it, a little frustrated with it. Um, you know, you're, you're 20, 21, 22, you know, early twenties facing in, in like the media spotlight under a microscope every day of every week. It's, it's gotta be a little frustrating. And then the second you don't perform, everyone's calling for you to be traded or fired or released or whatever. And you know, you get a good team together, but the only thing the media and the fan base does is, is daydream about more superstars they could add. It's gotta be frustrating. A lot of pressure to play into in Toronto. Yeah. Um, and that's one thing that I will say about, about St. Louis is a lot of, a lot of the fans, uh, take to Twitter and they'll go back and forth about topics all day long. But the media, I feel like, is top notch. I mean, like like guys like Randy Carricker, Charlie Marlowe, Brent Schaefer, uh, Brooke Grimsley. Just from top to bottom, I feel like there's so much talent in the media realm in St. Louis, and that makes the sport in itself more enjoyable because the articles and the interviews and everything you watch is like it's more consumable because you like the people that are doing it and they're doing it the right way. So, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. We're near the end of the show. So we wanted to take a quick moment to, to let everyone know that the lockdown podcast network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, Tommy and Josh are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. So you can make your own donation along with us at LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. And the company will be matching the total of all donations up to $10,000 for the host. So really good cause. Uh, We're coming together to, to raise some money for a good cause. So definitely check that out if you have the chance. Um. Yeah. Good stuff there. I'm really, really. It makes me makes me proud to be part of this uh, organization that we're yeah, doing absolutely. something like that. Just stand up people all around, and I'm. Yeah, I think you hit it on the head. I'm. I'm proud to be a member of the lockdown community. So. Yep. Absolutely. I'm always proud to be a member of the lockdown community, but today, especially in in times like now, it it really hits home. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, speaking of another member of the lockdown community, uh, Bill Bar. Our friends over at Built Bar uh, wanted uh, wanted us to let you all know that Built Bars are the best tasting protein bar ever. That's right. They're tasty. It's a protein bar, but it tastes like a candy bar. You got 16 amazing flavors, eight chocolate with nuts, eight chocolate without nuts, but they're all covered in 100% chocolate. 
They're soft. They're easy to chew. And the best part is they're healthy. Built Bar is great for the health conscious person. You can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Uh, my personal favorite flavor, the mint brownie. It's got 15 grams of protein, only 110 calories, only four grams of sugar, and only five grams of net carbs. So definitely check them out. You can go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on, and you'll get $10 off your first order. I think they got a big sale going on still, uh, 50% off and stuff like that. So definitely check that out. You use promo code, promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. And we'll be right back to wrap up this episode. All right, Tommy, I got a question for you. All right, later on. I want a specific answer. Oh, God. What do you miss most about hockey? Oh, geez. Um, I think the first one uh, that comes to my mind is like the sound, right? Like the blades okay. like scraping against the ice and the puck, like hitting the net or the pipe or the boards. Um, or just like flinging off the stick. Oh my god! Or like stick taps, bro. Just oh, it's like it's like a beautiful melody that it's like I don't know. It's like a song, honestly, and it's just gone right now. And I desperately want it back in my life. It's like a it's like having like your favorite Spotify a Spotify playlist, but you can't listen to it for like however long what three four months yeah 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 sound is like. sound is definitely up there for me um i'm thinking of like at least a few little things that i miss i miss um watching a blues game or or not watch a blues game and like you know following along on my phone and seeing a tweet notification from like Lou Korak yeah. or Jeremy Rutherford and seeing the the name followed by the score always gets like my uh always gets my blood pump and get gets me gets me all excited um you know or like you see the notification and you decide not to look at it and you watch the game hoping that it's a goal that's always a good one yeah. Um. I miss. I miss anxiously uh, checking the uh, the timer in the NHL app to see when the intermission's over. That's always a good time. I don't know. I just miss the. I just miss like the the tension, you know, of hockey. The edgier, <laughs> edgier seats. Um. Like the excitement. Dram- the dramatics. Yeah. Yeah. Like the theatrics of it. Yeah. I don't know, man. Life's been boring lately. I need some excitement. And what better it's like a, to do that with playoff it's like, a, it's like your favorite like TV show, and then there's like a different episode every night. You exactly. Know what's there's always exactly. like plot twists and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Plot twist: The Blues actually win the Stanley Cup after being in last place. Yeah. Who would have thought? And after 50 years, like you can't, you can't like write better storylines. Like they said it about like the Cardinals in 2011, but they were like, if you like wrote a movie with this script like no one would no one would put it on the table because like no one would believe it they're like oh this is way too outlandish like it's not like movie material because it's not realistic but it actually happened in real life and i feel like that's that's kind of the same thing for the blues like worst of first 50-year drought quenched like oh my god bro it's just incredible can't wait for more playoff hockey i'm really excited yeah but uh Hey, we're uh, we're getting close to the end of this episode. So, you got any any closing words, Tommy? To our lovely listeners back home. 
Uh, let's do that hockey. <laughs> let's do that hockey. Yeah. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this weekend episode. We should be back to you next week with a regular schedule, hopefully. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening to this, this special edition episode, I guess. Um, should have some fun stuff planned in the upcoming week. Should get back to the gauntlet. Uh, maybe get some mailbag questions, and we haven't done that in a long time. That is uh, true. We'll, we'll figure something out. Should be exciting. Uh, in the meantime, go check out Lockdown NHL. they got a great show over there. Cover all the league-wide news uh, that we may have missed on our show. And, yeah, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at LockedOnBlues. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, and always, let's go Blues.